everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale. She is Kat Shear. Hello. She's my co-host and business partner. And we are so privileged today to bring you America's greatest female CrossFitter ever, Carrie Pierce. Aw, thank you. And thanks for having me. Yeah. So, first things first, just talk to Mitch. You know, I heard you guys may have made a step forward in your relationship since we last talked. Yes, we did. And I got something to prove it. (laughs) So, yeah, on Thanksgiving, we got engaged. And, and, oh, go ahead. I just said congratulations. Thank you. And how did that, how did that go down? Because it looked, the pictures were amazing. Yeah, so we wanted to do something on Thanksgiving, just the two of us. So we ended up deciding that we were going to go on a hike. I suggested another hike that we hadn't done before, like that went to a hot springs. It was like six miles round trip. But he was like, no, like we should go to Red Rock. We'd been before. He chose a different hike, but he was so adamant about going to Red Rock. I was like, no, like let's go to this other one. Like it's going to be nice. It'll be beautiful. And he's like, no, I think we should go to Red Rock. And I was just like, okay, like fine. I know it'll be beautiful. Um, and so to get into the park, you actually needed a reservation that day and we didn't know that you did. And so we like pulled up to the front cause we had been a couple months before you didn't need a reservation, pulled up to the front and they're like, do you have a, a reservation? No, they just like kick you out. So we ended up going to like a different hike that I had like known about and it was called craft mountain, which is kind of funny cause it's like, my name's Carrie, his name is Mitch. So the initials were like KM and all of these people with their hiking or their rock climbing like mats were walking in and they were all going to the right. So we like walk in and I was like, right or left? And he's like, go to the left because there's no one. And then we got like partially way down. He like was like looking around a little bit. And I was like, oh, he's probably just seeing if people are like, you know, coming our way too, whatever. And then he like pulled me in and like my head was on his chest and I could like feel his heart just like pounding. And I was like, wow, your heart's beating really fast for this easy hike. And then he's like, it's not the hike. And then at that point, yeah, he proposed and yeah. And you apparently said yes? Uh, Apparently, yes. Did you have any clue that this was happening? I didn't think, we had actually talked and my parents are going to be here at Wadapalooza. So he said he was going to talk to my dad here about it. And so it happened way before like I thought it was going to. So we're a little bit behind on talking to the dad. That yeah, trying no, to say? he called him. He called oh, he him. did that. Okay, Yeah, good. he got the okay. He called him. Phew. <laughs> yeah, I thought I saw Mitch sweating over yeah, there. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, people are like, where's Mitch? He's there he sweating. is. He's sweating. No, he got the okay. Did you pick out the ring at all? Like, did you guys have conversations about, you know, what style did you like and what's your ring size, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so I did a little bit of ring shopping with Ashley Kotler, who is my coach's wife. We love Ashley. Yes, Ashley is such a sweetheart. And so me and her went shopping um, once. We just went to, like, the, Los, uh, the jewelers of Las Vegas. It was, like, been around since 1976. They did it right. Um, and I tried on a few different ones, and I liked the look of, like, the halo. But he added there's, like, extra diamonds on the side that Mitch got put onto it. So it kind of, like, makes it my own. Nice. I love it. You're very girly. Thank in, you. In, Thank in you. certain ways, right? got to have that girl side. Yeah. You, you have, have to like, the athlete side the and the girly side. Yeah, I love it. Very cool. So we would be remiss to talk to you about getting back on the competition floor after a year here at Wadapalooza. So you are on team, like, 
killers, humble killers, yeah, something like that? We're team, a.k.a. humble killers. Uh, my first pick on the fantasy draft, I believe, um, your team. Thank you. Easily. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We don't want to talk about what's going on in individual. No. Team. I'm winning team. So what, what made you want to get back on a team and come to Wadapalooza? Just for fun or to see... Yeah, so last year I came and I watched the teams compete. Um, I competed back in 2020 here at Wadapalooza on the individual side and loved it. And uh, I saw Alex and Allie and Kyra competing last year on a team, and I was like, that looks like it would be fun. And I've always heard it's absolutely amazing competing at Wadapalooza on a team, but I never had the opportunity to, and I always just did individual. So this year you can do both. I don't know if I would have done both if I was still doing individual. Um, but last year when Alex was competing, I was like, if you want to go team next year, then I want to be on your team. So I ended up, obviously, she asked me if I still wanted to be on her team. And then Ariel had reached out and we were like, oh, that would be like such a fun team um, to go out there and compete together, have a good time and do our best, kick some butt while doing it. And you had a training camp in Vegas. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, Ariel flew out to Las Vegas, so we got to trained together, which was a lot of fun. We did a lot of worm, which isn't here, but we're like, that's fine. It's a lot of good other CrossFit, synchro movements, teamwork kind of movements, so it should be good. And the Buttery Bros showed up to film it? Yeah, the Buttery Bros happened to be in town because the, uh, the Utah Utes were playing a football game that night um, for like the Pac-12 champion, uh, whatever league they're in, um, at the Raiders Stadium. So they were in town and they're like, oh yeah, do you guys have anything cool going on? We're like, Ariel's in town with Alex and Carrie, like, oh, you know, throwing down. So they figured they would come and get some footage, throw down with us, and just have a good time while being out there. I wasn't going to bring up the Big Ten stuff because it's a little salt in the wound <laughs> after Michigan didn't Sorry, do Michigan. as well in the playoffs as you'd have hoped. We still beat Ohio State this year. Ouch. I'm a Penn State I'm thinking. Fan. I'm thinking yeah. of Amy, our other co-host. She's yeah. uh, cringing yeah. right now. So our season, at least we beat Ohio State in our season. Two it years in a row. Like we want. Yeah. It might not have ended the way we wanted, but you got to take the victories, you know? For sure. So there's a lot of speculation out there with you coming back on the floor to do this team. Is there any inclination? Would you ever consider doing a team for the CrossFit season? So... The re part of the reason I did decide to come and do a team here as I was thinking about it. Ooh. And yeah, okay. I was. But I think I am happy with my decision of retiring. So I think this will probably be my last competition on a team, anything of that sort. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you did retire, when you retired last year, what have you been doing since then? I know you're still at the gym, yeah. Right? On a regular basis. Like, what is, how did your sort of day-to-day -day change after retirement till now? Yeah, so I, I still train. I train a lot less. I train four days a week. I go to the gym usually two days a week. Um, and I do, like, two, around two Metcons a week, um, along with, like, some monostructural stuff, but a lot less volume, a lot less intensity. Um, and I've had more time, like, for my business and just, like, traveling. Like, I went on a nice, like, six-day road trip with my dad seeing different national parks and stuff like that was just so fun that I never would have done before and even going home for Christmas like I still train this year but not to the extent that I would have in years prior so just kind of like 
taking a minute to like slow down because I'm such a go, go, go person. Like I feel like I need to be doing something all the time. And so it's been nice just to like, I don't know, watch TV and not feel guilty about it and just like take everything like a little slower and get to hang out with friends and family and just enjoy other things because being an athlete is amazing, but it does take like every minute of your day. Yeah, it takes a toll. How does your body feel? Oh, it feels so good. Yeah, I mean, I have, like, a few little aches, like, getting ready for this competition. But overall, like, yeah, my body feels great. And surprisingly, because I did 18 years of gymnastics, then, like, basically training eight years of CrossFit. Yeah, um, it's, it's taken a beating, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's taken a big ended beating. ended out okay. Yeah, I feel, and I was like, that's the goal, like, to walk away healthy, feeling good, mentally, physically, everything. And your physique looks amazing, too. So, thank you. has your nutrition changed at all? It has, um, and like I said, mainly the training has, the nutrition. I actually started working with a nutritionist, um, Jen Ryan, who's competing in Masters here. Oh, yeah, we love Jen. Yeah, she's such a sweetheart. Um, and because I was like, I want to start eating more for, like, health and longevity versus performance. Um, so definitely, I mean, I still am eating a lot. Um, but she lowered protein, like, a little bit, but increased carbs, increased fat, um, even with, like, the decreased exercise, which I was like, Oh man, I'm gonna gain weight. Yeah, I'm mentally that's gotta and, be hard, right? Yeah. Like it definitely was hard at first, and then like I'm like, it's okay, like this is what your body needs, and like you just need to fuel it right. So yeah. interesting. Yeah. So your body is held up to all of this training at a high level, gymnastics and CrossFit. Do you attribute that to like a strong core? I mean, I definitely think that plays a role. Um, you know, especially like a lot of gymnasts have back pain just because like all the arching, hollowing, and everything that you do. And obviously, I have a super strong core with power abs. Um, and so I think that's a reason, like, all the years of gymnastics, like, I've been able to keep a healthy back and just stay healthy overall, too. We do a lot of unilateral work, which is super important as well. So with all, with, with the extra time in your day, does that give you more time to focus on your business? Yeah. I've had so much more time to focus on the business and not, like, just hours in the day, but I feel like when you're training so much, you don't think about it. But, like, I would be done training at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, I'm just tired. Yeah. Like, you're just dead to the world from, like, all the training, you know? And so I couldn't always, like, think as straight as I would like, or you're just tired, too tired to do anything. So it's been nice, like, not training as much and still realizing I can stay pretty fit and be able to, like, focus on my business more as well. So my other question is... You are a very competitive person. Every time I've talked to you, that, that edge comes out at some point in our conversation. <laughs> what are you doing to fill that hole? Ah, I actually, I think like part of it is like the business. Cause it's like before I always like, I tried to do what I could to be like as fit as possible. Now I'm like trying to do whatever I can to like reach as many people as possible and help as many people out there get as fit as possible. Um, so before it was like more focused on me and my competitive side and like making myself as fit as and healthy and whatever strong as and things as possible. And now it's like, how many people can I get to like do like power apps or do fit or like do all of the programs that we have? So like that's kind of like where my competitive nature has gone. Can you talk a little bit about the programs you do have? Yeah. So a lot of them are 10 minutes, uh, mainly body weight, a lot of them based on gymnastics especially power abs. Um, and we do have like a handstand course, which is for 
a lot of CrossFitters because a lot of people know me for my handstands. Yes, um, they do. Yeah, like the, my performance in Mary. So I was like, okay, we'll come out with handstands um, for like all different levels. And then we also have one called Fit, which is power hit, um, similar to like CrossFit Metcons, especially for people that don't have a lot of time in their day or want to increase their endurance and just body weight or dumbbells. So they're all minimal equipment. And like I said, basically all of them are just 10 minutes. And are they like monthly subscriptions? How does that work? Most of them are just one-time payment, and then you have the program for life. It's a 30-day program. Um, you buy it once. You can do it as many times as you want. Most of them have two levels. So a lot of people do level one and then move up to level two their second time through it. Nice. Love it. And that's on powerabs.com, I assume? Powerabs.shop. Yep. .shop. Yep. You're missing out because our co-host, Charlie starts power abs at least every Monday three times a month oh yeah. that's awesome every Monday I love that I, think I don't think he's ever been past day four yeah. <laughs> that's you know, my dad to... my dad just does day one over and over <laughs> but I'm like you're doing day one that's something I love it <laughs> so when you lived in New York City was and I don't know how to phrase this the best way but then you moved to Vegas right your training became more family-esque in New York, it was more just you and Justin. Mm -hmm. Then you meet Mitch. How good was that move to Vegas? Uh, I know, like, I always tell people, I'm like, selfishly, like, I feel so honored because, like, during, like, COVID was, like, one of the best things to happen to me because, like, yeah. our gym in New York shut down. And, like, I knew I needed a change. I was going to be in New York probably about a, a year longer training with Justin. And then I was like... I'm ready to get out. Like, I love this city. The hustle and bustle was great, but, like, it wears on you. Yeah. And so I was going to move out to be closer to him. And then when he said he was moving to Vegas, do you want to join? I was like, I never thought I would live in Vegas. I only knew the Strip. I didn't know there was, like, life outside of the Strip. So it was really nice moving and seeing, like, everything outside that existed. I bought a one-way plane ticket. I only signed a lease for a year because I was like, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to move back to New York or find somewhere else. Um, but I ended up loving it. And, yeah, like you said, ended up getting third at the CrossFit Games in 2020, which was my best finish. And all because COVID, we moved out to Vegas, and it was just a different kind of training environment out there. A guy named Ryan Elrod did basically all my training with me and helped me get on the podium. So it worked. And then now, yeah, there's, like, the big underdogs family, which it's so cool to see how much it's grown because Justin and Ashley are amazing people and it's always great to see amazing people succeed. Do you still feel a part of that family? I think I always will. I always feel like, you know, I was kind of like, not that like Justin's like the founder and everything, but I feel like you, I'm kind you of You were like, ground zero. Thank you. Sure, yeah. Right? I yeah. feel like I'm like one of, one of the main reasons like it started. Um, Cause then like Bethany and Daniela moved out there, Matt, Tola, like, Everyone ended up moving out there and Mitch eventually moving out there. So a lot of people ended up moving out there like after I was there with Justin and saw my success and wanted to be successful as well. Good. I wanted to talk about wedding plans. Oh. What's happening? <laughs> What's going? Mitch? Yeah, you should bring him up. Do we have a date? Talk we have, we have a yeah. ring? Do we have a date? We, we don't have don't a date. Don't have a date. Okay. No, we made what it through the holidays though, which was like what we needed to do. I okay. was like, we proposed before. We had a little time to set in. We are thinking around June because um, he this is year? still going to be competing. Okay. I am going to be cheering him on, um, but he is going to be competing at a semifinal, and I maybe the games. We'll see. Um, and so we're like, I was like, I get that. We can plan around that. I'm probably going to be in Mexico and in Hawaii and Bali, <laughs> wherever else. 
Right. But you can, I'll be there for your competitions, um, but we are thinking June time frame. You're going to have something big, small, you're going to go away, small. destination, I traditional. think we're going to do small, and I think both of us are more excited for the honeymoon okay. than the wedding itself. What are the plans for the honeymoon? Either Switzerland or Bali, or maybe both. Oh, okay. Both. I like that. <laughs> Whoa. You know, go to Switzerland and then Bali, just make your way around the world. There you go. Travel the globe yeah, with your yeah. man. So with all that, you meet, and, and, uh, you meet Mitch, you, you have this family in Vegas. Did that lead to a contentness that you didn't need the CrossFit competition anymore? That I, that I what? Didn't need CrossFit anymore as like, a did major you, did part Did it give life. you some comfort knowing that there's more to life maybe than all yeah. this nonsense <laughs> that, we, that we love talking but about? Uh, we love, we love it great so nonsense. much. Yeah. Yes. I lived, I lived it for a long time. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's nice, like, having that because I know there's, like, a next step. Like, it was, like, definitely, like, my next step was, like, my business. And then I was, like, but still, I don't know. I've never done team. Like, I maybe want to try that. And then I think just, like, meeting Mitch was kind of, like, okay, like, I'm ready for something else. And I'm ready to be, like, his number one fan. But I'm done, like, on the competition floor. Okay. Does the fandom ever creep into coaching? Does the what? Sorry. Fandom ever creep into coaching? Uh, no. No. I mean, I was his coach at Mac, but that was basically like, here's your game. You were his plus one. You're, yeah. yeah. You're the pack yeah, mule exactly. for the weekend. And they wouldn't even let us in the warm area, so I couldn't even, like, load his plates. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. what the coach does is, like, helps you take and take or put on the weights and take them off. I right. couldn't even do that. Right. So, no, I'll, I'll be his fake coach, like, get the coaches pass, but never his coach. fake coach. What about yeah. coaching other young girls? Like, you know, I, I understand there's that dynamic of coaching your couple because I'm a coach and I have a spouse and I can't coach him either. So yeah. <laughs> I get that. But like coaching young girls coming up in the sport or even like going back to gymnastics. I know, you know, Ivy's doing gymnastics. You, you've got to want to, you know, help her or see her do her do well, too. Yeah, I actually did try coaching gymnastics okay. a while back, like right when I got out of um, college. But I don't know. It just like wasn't my passion. I think like. I did it for 18 years, and I was kind of, like, burned wow. out. And I'm not totally burned out of CrossFit, but I'm to a point that I'm, like, I'm good. Like, I want to be here, and I want to meet people and everyone, like, that's involved in CrossFit, but not, like, spend every minute of every day. I just need, like, a little bit of time away before, yeah. like, fully committing myself. Because, like you said, I'm very competitive. And if I'm going to, like, coach someone, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to do it 100%. And I feel like right now I'm not at a point that I would want to, like, go coach or like someone like a I couldn't be there a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and really with power abs, you are still coaching, right? Yeah. So it's a little different, but you're still Ooh. everybody's coach. Yeah. 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 So one of your biggest advantages when you were an athlete was your mindset. Is there any thought into helping people understand what that is and what it takes? That's actually been like something I've been thinking a lot more about. Um, is like the mindset because a lot of people say that I have a strong mind, especially like in my Atalanta performance. Right. And they're like, just like the mentality you had during that workout was incredible. Like, Killer. where did that come from? How did you get there? Like, and I think that's something I am very passionate about. And I've like thought a lot about giving like different seminars around and talking to athletes and things because I feel like that's something that is becoming more familiar how important it is but I still feel like it's a big area that's untapped in a lot of elite athletes. And it's, you know, because people are like, oh, how'd you prepare for competition? 
And it's like not it's not just competition. It's day in, day out training. Like what you're doing every minute of every day. Is that getting closer to where you want to be? Or is that taking away from where you want to be? Yeah, I feel like um, it's, when CrossFit first started out, it was all about sort of the methodology and the strategy of the workouts and how you pace. And then we went through this shift of like now it was nutrition. Nobody knew how to fuel themselves. And so everyone's sort of getting on the bandwagon and figuring out how to fuel yourselves. And I feel like this mindset's sort of the last piece that we're still trying to sort of tap into. Um, and it's quite interesting to sort of think about. Yeah, and I think one reason, like, I actually never knew, like, it was a strength of mine. And then, like, Justin said multiple times, like, how mentally tough I was and stuff. So I think he definitely made me more aware of it. And in gymnastics, we did a lot of mental training and things. And so I think I was, like, set up, and I didn't necessarily realize it. Yeah. And then just, like, the competitive person that I am just kind of, like, overtakes everything. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, it definitely is, like, I am mentally tough. Yeah, and it brings a confidence that comes through as well. Yeah, yeah. So as we finish up, the most important question of the day is, <laughs> have you found the best fajitas in Miami? Uh, I actually haven't. Uh, we usually go out after the competition. We usually don't go out to eat before the competition. We did go to a place, I don't remember the name of it, but it was on Miami Beach last year. Um, oh, Pink Taco. Had really good fajitas. So I don't know if Miami Beach counts, but those are really good fajitas at okay. Pink Taco, well, which is like kind of a weird, I guess you'd think you'd go to get tacos, but we always get to fajitas. And everywhere. Like that is your, your and Mitch's thing is yeah. to find the best fajitas in every town. Yeah. The Juan's Flaming Fajitas in Vegas, I think, is the best for right now. And does Mitch keep a spreadsheet so you know like where you've been and the rating? <laughs> It's all in his all in his brain. Mental all in the noggin, I guess. <laughs> well, it has been an honor to have you on the stage. I hope you do well this weekend with I, the AKA Humble Killers. I can't Thank wait you. to see you back on the floor. It's going to be fun to watch. Thank you. I'm excited. I guess one last question: You, what if you have a blast this weekend? Would you ever do Team of Three again, just for fun? You know, we'll see how this weekend is. Yeah. Never say never, Karen. Yeah, I, I will right? not say never. I will not say never. I feel rather fit, but I don't want to be the weakest link, so we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. But I, I think the think workouts will... stack out pretty well for us. You're doing all the handstand push-ups, correct? Uh, yeah, you got uh, it. On the event? Okay. And good. I get to do a jerk. I don't have to squat. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and you will never be the weakest link on a team. I no, guarantee that. No, definitely thank not. You. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Clydesdale Media. Big round uh, of applause. This, this will be up uh, later tonight. And thank you so much for joining us. This has been the Clydesdale Media Podcast. See ya.